Welcome back to the Better Men, Better Ball Player podcast. I'm your host, Trey Cobb. I want to thank you for joining us here for the 35th, 35th episode of the podcast with Coach Adam Leader of Reservoir High School in uh, Maryland. Adam's a good friend of mine. We serve on the Maryland State Association of Baseball Coaches together. He is the vice president. Coach Leader, um... He started the program at Reservoir in 2002. Past seven years at Reservoir, they've been 128 and 29. 128 and 29 the past seven years. They've won, they've won two county championships, two district championships. They've been to five regionals. And in 2014, he won the 3A state championship in Maryland. It was a really great year. There was three of us on the board that year that actually won a state championship. It was a real special time. But he's a three-time MSABC, Maryland State Baseball Association, District Coach of the Year. He was a 2014 Maryland State Baseball Coach of the Year. And you'll hear why today. You'll hear why today. Uh, the kind of program that he runs. Because he just he's just one of the best guys that you'll meet. Uh, Coach Adam Leader is just a great guy. Um, talks about his program at top to bottom. He's a planner, organizer, relationship driven, and does a tremendous job with his guys and his community. You hear great things about how he has fundraisers and the amount of money they put through the program and the amount of people that come back and support them. The amount of people that you'll hear that support him all throughout the year from different coaching positions because in Maryland there is a ton of rules, ton of rules that you just can't touch your kids. Um, you know we're only playing 18 games with a two-day holiday tournament in Howard County. They only get two scrimmage days, and again this is starting March 1st, and typically you're wrapping up at the end of April. Last play date's around May 3rd, May 5th. And then you're starting a single elimination tournament that everyone gets into. So needless to say, there's a lot of challenges in Maryland high school, public school baseball. And, um, but Coach Leader shows that he's a problem solver, shows that he takes challenges, accepts them, finds creative ways to stay within the rules, still stretch his guys, and still make, give his guys the best opportunities to succeed. And those guys that are reservoir, let me tell you about Hopefully you guys are listening that you guys got a great one. You guys got someone who's giving you chances that most other coaches are not doing. Most other coaches are just saying, oh, it's not worth it. We're, our, hamstring, our, our, our hands are tied. There's no reason to do all these things. But Coach Adam Leader's not like that. And uh, your listeners will hear that. If you get your chance to be with a coach like this that takes advantage of opportunities, that is creates... Uh, and is creative about challenges and gets excited and passionate about what he's doing, hang on to that guy. Get, get with that guy. Pay money to go be a part of that guy because he's going to help you get better in more ways than one, and that's what you're going to hear with Coach Adam Leader from Reservoir High School. Can't say, much, can't say uh, enough good things about him. Just thrilled and happy, appreciative of his friendship, and I uh, appreciate his time here to – come on the podcast and talk to you guys and talk to us and share the great, great um, words of baseball and his words of wisdom. So without further ado, I just want to thank you 
Again, enjoy this. Share the podcast. But get your notes ready for head coach at Reservoir High School, Adam Leader. You know, we we got into a good a good groove. We had, you know, a coaching staff that was together a long time, which I think helps. Yeah. We really um I had my my head JV coach was a varsity coach with me for a while. We do everything together. So like JV does the same exact concepts as varsity. You know, we'll even mix it up and have coaches go varsity coaches go work with JV a little bit. Um, I'm certainly working with the JV guys a lot. So, you know, I think a lot of it came down to a few things. One, I think, uh, you know, they just know the system, you know, and there's no nothing different as they get move up. They just get a little bit stronger. And we talk about the game getting a little faster, which is a good progression. But you know, we, we like to do a, a, you know, days where, you know, we'll play against JV and we'll, and, you know, watching them and being able to help them because they're the future. So we do a lot of that. Um, we also do a ton off season, which I also think helps, you know, we try to, you know, we talk about being, you know, mid season form day one, where, you know, I think a lot of programs started up a month before we really don't stop. You know, we go, you know, typically when our season's over, everybody goes, we try to make sure everybody's playing in some kind of ball of the summer. Um, then we jump into a fall season. We have an awesome parent who's a former player's dad, uh, TJ Pippick, one of our best players. His dad has been running our fall and our winter program forever. Um, and he's awesome. So, you know, I consider him one of the staff. Uh, he stays in close contact with us. Um, and you know, so we go through the fall and, you know, I'm there watching, I'm there, you know, just checking it out, you know, as a fan, um, you know, it kind of stinks that we can't do a whole lot with them, but it's, it's nice to be able to kind of see in your mind, start thinking about, you know, what do I have coming up? What, you know, who do I need to work with? You know, what do we need to work with? Um, where are our holes? Um, and then, and then, you know, our guys, we jump right into lifting two weeks after the fall season's over. We jump right into that. Um, we get a, we have a specific throwing program that we start in December. You know, this year obviously will be a, a lot different, but you know, we have a, a throwing progression that we've done that you know we've talked to um, some doctors and some physical therapists about, and we created with them, which has been great. Um, you know, just really working on that, and I, we sent them to a facility for the lifting. You know, it got to the point where years ago, it got stale, you know, they were with me lifting in the school and it got stale by the time you get to the season, you know, they've been hearing me for four or five months already. So, um, you know, we have a really great guy that works with us, uh, at access sports in, in, in Howard County. And they've been working with our guys for a long time and he's, you know, constantly asking me, all right, what else do we want to do? You know, he's constantly working on baseball things, things that will work towards them, making sure their arms are stronger. So I think that's been huge, but, you know, we talk about going to those, to that facility because we talk about, you know, when we hit a ground ball up the middle, but the shortstop gets to it, you know, we get a little bit stronger that goes through. So that's one of, that's another huge thing. And then we get into, uh, you know, the same guy that coaches our fall team does a whole winter program at an indoor facility. So when they come to us and then we have another guy who does pitching. So he's working with our pitchers. So it's like, we've I've kind of surrounded myself with a great group of people that care a ton about our program, want us to succeed, 
you know, they're all coming out to our games during the season. So I think that's probably the biggest thing is that year in and year out, we have this circle of people that consistently are working with our guys and have their best interest, you know, at heart. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they work with me and, and they treat us great and we treat them and take care of them. And I think it's just a really good bond that we all have. So I think that's probably the biggest thing because that's been the consistent thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds phenomenal. You know I mean? You got a guy that want to take your program there in the fall and in the winter. And um, so like with your access stuff, so you said access, you go to, yep. the, you go to access. So like with that, so like, is that something you guys this fundraise for that to be able to send your whole team there? We just, we just have kids pay their own way. Um, But, you know, you have, you know, until COVID hit, we we had, you know, literally 35 to 40 kids going. So it really diminishes the the price and makes it a little bit easier to do. And, you know, we have payment plans and the guys there are totally good with that. And, uh, you know, so, so that's been nice. I mean, it ends up being like $8 a session, which, Mm. which you you can't beat. We go twice a week. Um, and we talk to the kids, you know, the other thing we do is we ask the kids, you know, we usually talk to our seniors. We have, we have a tradition that, you know, after the season's over, we have a chat with the team and, you know, unfortunately, unless you win your last game, you know, you're handing in your jerseys that day and it's, it's always a tough meeting, but we usually celebrate the seniors, have them leave everybody off stays. And we're like, all right, what do we, what, what do we need to do for next year? You know, we start right away. Um, because that's, you know, that's when they're the most upset. That's where they want it more. So we kind of create that. And then we create usually the seniors, maybe a couple of juniors that have been around a while, you know, we plan for the next year. So this year I was like, you know, what do we guys want to do? You want to do once a week because of COVID it's a little bit different. You're like, no, we need twice a week. We need to get stronger for the season. Nothing changes. And I'm like, all right, you know, and I just, you know, it's, it's not a mandatory thing, it's, but it's an opportunity. We create the opportunity for these kids to be able to get stronger. And especially now that we can't lift in school, you know, and gyms aren't really open, you know, here's a facility that's actually, you know, taking care of our kids. And if, we, you know, if parents are okay sending them, you know, we create the opportunity for them to go there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> and that's, and that's what, you know, you're so fortunate. Like I, it's, it's fun. Your kids are so fortunate to have a coach like that, you know, that, that want to present those opportunities for them. That's for sure. Um, you know, cause I know you're, you, you, you do anything for your kids, you know, to give them an opportunity for that. So it's great that they're, they're taking that on. And um, awesome. So are uh, the guys at access, like how, is that something like off campus? You guys, have you guys find success after school doing that? Or do you guys do it before school? Um, so it's, it's, it's probably about 15 minutes from our school. Um, so it's off campus, it's their own facility. It's, uh, you know, they got a turf area, they got a lifting area. So they get speed work, agility work, lifting, stretching. It's really the whole, the whole gamut. So it's, uh, so yeah, so they, they go off campus. Like I said, it's kind of like separate, you know, if they're at, I feel like if they're at school all that time, it just gets a little bit stale. You know, we did that for a while. We did it where they did two days with me a week. We didn't do access. We did it where we had one day at access, one day with me. And it just got to the point where I felt like it was better to hand them off and they have fun together because, you know, a whole nother aspect of this is, yes, they're getting stronger. Yes, they're getting quicker. Yes, they're, they're getting faster. But the other aspect is it's a, it's a bonding period, yeah. you know, which I think is a whole nother aspect of this, that these guys are bonding. Coach isn't around. They're joking around. They're, they're making fun of each other. You know, who's lifting what, who's, who's faster, who fell. You know, and, and I, I want them to have that. I want them to have it without me because I don't want to be the guy that's like, hey, guys, come on, let's get serious. You know, I want sure. them to have that 
that bond so that when we start our season, they're, they're already a family, you know, they're not just getting to know each other. Um, and I think that's just almost as important as the lifting part of it. So it's kind of nice. You know, I usually go in there once in a, once a week or once every other week and just kind of hang for 20 minutes, you know, just kind of see who's there and I, you know, see the guys and I think they appreciate it. Um, but you know, we go there, I, I get them all fired up when I'm there and, but it's really great. But the guys at access do the same thing. They're just as pumped up for them, you know, tweeting out stuff and a whole bit and the kids love it. So, you know, they have a good time together. And, uh, so I think that's another big part of that. Yeah. And do you guys, do you have, uh, is there any challenges with multiple sports athletes to go in there when you're doing that? Um, so what we do is, you know, I tell the kids, from day one, if they're a multi-sport athlete, they are 100% got to take care of the sport that season that they're in. You know, I would never, I would be really upset if a kid got hurt preparing for another sport during my season. So I take it the same way. On the flip, I tell them, you know, listen, and some of them get a little bit nervous, obviously. They're like, hey, coach, I, I kind of want, I'm trying out for basketball. And I'm like, I'll be in the front row cheering you on the whole time. I'll be your biggest fan. Like, to me, there is no worries when it comes to that, you know, I think multi-sport athletes are awesome. You know, let's be honest. I'm, 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 they're playing baseball in the summer. Most kids play baseball in the summer. You know, they're playing all spring. I get them in the fall. We're getting them. In. So if they're taking a month or two off, it's not a big deal. We just talked to them about, all right, well, what can we do to stay, stay prepared? You know, um, and we've had some of our best athletes, our all-state players, our basketball players, but they, they know to throw with somebody before school, before practice, you know get their swings in the weekend, you know, whatever it is. But, you know, I, I love going to sporting events and seeing my players playing. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's important to me to support them. Uh, I'm there for them. And, you know, I think that's still that bond that helps us stay successful is how much I, you know, we care about them as coaches. Um, you know, this isn't, this isn't a, a two month ordeal. This is, you know, to me, this is, this is a whole year, you know, where it's, it's creating a family atmosphere. I, I learned that early on in, in high school, you know, I had a football coach, my brother, you know, my, I didn't play football, but my brother did. And he had a football coach. He was like, man, we're, this is just family. And, you know, I, I earned for that. I wanted that. I didn't have that. And uh, you know, I, I told myself I would create that when I became a coach. So I feel, I honestly feel that my kids, my players care about me just as much as I care about them. And I think that they work hard as a result. And I think sure. that's, big part of it so. no, absolutely man you hear that you know you hear that they're not they're definitely gonna work for work hard for somebody they care about you know and right. uh, absolutely you know that's absolutely so um you're doing weightlifting after school you're doing weightlifting after school you're giving them the the throwing program during the winter to kind of help build their arm strength up to get ready for march 1st is what i'm hearing right yep yep and then so the do will access actually give them opportunity to actually throw in there as well is that all part of it in there no. So what we do is we go to a different facility twice a week. So when we, you know, come after the holidays, we go on an access twice. Um, we do running and lifting two days. I mean, running and throwing two days. Um, and then two days we go to a, like a, a hitting facility where they hit, you know, our pitchers work with a pitching coach, a pitching guy. And uh, you know, it's a type of place where you can, you know, take one of the next you make a bigger area. So then they'll do some fielding stuff there as mm -hmm. well. Um, but you know, you, you, I also tap it. So I, we do that. So we literally are having almost something every day, except for Saturdays. Okay. Um, so, um, and that's, that's the two months before we call that, you know, our big time preseason, 
you know, we have our off season, but we go into preseason mode and, and we're, we're committed. They're committed to, to working hard. And, uh, you know, the kids, the kids do a lot on their own too. You know, they'll just, you know, they'll, after they throw and they throw on the turf football field, you know, all of a sudden a kid brings a bat and they're all of a sudden they're doing an infield or an outfield on their own, which is just, you know, you have the older guys running the show and they just, it's great to hear, you know, I'm not there. And all of a sudden they're like, yeah, man, we did a full infield today. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's great. You know, Oh, we need some work with this. Okay. Well keep working on, you know? So, and it's, you know, they just have taken so much ownership, which has been so awesome. Uh, and you know, you tap into those kids, you know, you have that really all County outfielder. Who's like, I got the, I'll take care of the outfielders and you got an infielder. I'll, I got the infielders and you know, it just, you know, the caring is what makes it go around, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is awesome. That's, that's the highest level of, uh, of a great team, you know, that ownership and guys that says that they're going to do it on their own, where you can just kind of facilitate and, you know, it's nice because, yeah, you're all staying within the rules. You're not there. Kids are doing it on yep. their own, you know, and it's great. Um, so that's what you think has felt has been different in the past seven years. You just have kids that kind of just started taking the ownership or just, yes, with the consistency of actually having all these people in place that you're able to run these things in the throughout the year. Yeah, I mean, I truly feel like our younger players get better as a result of this throughout the years. Um, you know, we don't have – you know, the stud pitchers coming in every single year, we've had a lot, which has been nice, but, you know, you know, we haven't, we, you know, the way that we work our system is, you know, we, we score runs any way we can. And, you know, we have the clientele we have in a public school is the clientele we have. And, and we're going to do our best to make every single player on that roster, the best they can possibly be. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think, I think that's, that's the biggest thing that we do. And, and, and the other thing is we, we preach, basics we preach the basics we don't go into anything we work on the basics every single day we bunt every day we work on you know we work on hitting off a tee every day we get on our knees and do ground balls back and forth working on our hands every day it's a routine that we do and then you know we have teaching time in there we have our batting practice but our batting practice isn't swing for the fences every time and see if you hit the ball out it's you know this is where this pitch has to go this is where this has to go you know so it's I'm pretty, pretty organized where, you know, I type up a plan every day. We put them on. I send it to the kids during the day um, so they know exactly what they're doing throughout the day. It's down to the minute. If we're not, if something's not going well, we stop anyway. We move on. We do it again another day. Um, But we really preach the basics. We Uh are, we're not, uh, you know, the kids bought into the idea. I, I mean, everybody in the county knows I'm a bunting guy. You know, we, we bunt a lot, you know, cause you know, in high school, you know, there aren't a whole lot of home runs going on. So we're going to move guys over. And obviously every year it changes depending on your clientele and your players you have, but uh, you know, we're going to do all the basics correctly and we're going to hone on that. You know, we're going to, we're going to know bunt defenses. We're going to know first and third, we're going to know all those things. We're going to work on them until we got it right. You know, nothing crazy, but you know we're gonna catch we're gonna we're gonna catch the ground ball we're gonna catch a fly ball we're gonna throw it to the place it needs to be thrown to mm-hmm. you know and so like and so when you say you work on those things so like what have you found like the best way like are you just is it just mass fungo uh, mass fungo guys yeah. are you are you putting this thing are you putting in like uh, inner squads are you doing these things like kind of game speed all the time to be able to get those guys like how how do you find to be the best way the most effective way to kind of be 
brilliant at the basics. So we always, I mean, our practices are always, we start with a learning time. So maybe that's first and thirds or bunt defenses. We start with a learning period. We feel like when they come in, you know, we got to get them fresh to learn something, you know, at that point. Um, but then we go into, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do ground balls every day. Some days we're just working on double plays. Some days we're only working on slow, slow rollers. Some days we're working on, you know, infield fly balls. Cause we know how that could get crazy, you know, in high school, yeah. you know? So, I mean, we, we do those things. We map it out throughout the week on what, uh, what we want to do. Um, we don't just go day by day. We try to map it out. And sometimes that our plan changes. Um, but the other thing is we do a lot of game time stuff. I mean, um, like game-like situations, a ton of them. And it won't be just playing a scrimmage. It will be, okay, everybody's bunting for, for a sack bunt, okay? Everybody in the lineup's going to sack bunt. And we go live pitchers. We use our pitchers. Uh, we, you know, guys that probably are not you know, our top five pitchers, we develop those guys by doing these inner squad practices. We call it gator ball. Um, and, you know, gator ball is situational. All right. You got a guy on third base with one out. He has to score. We have a guy on second base. If there's a base hit, he has to score. You know, things like that. We uh, create situations where that's all we run. We just run that situation over and over. We put the scoreboard on. Uh, if you don't do it, you lose a, you, the other team gets a point. If you do do it, you get, a, you know, we mm -hmm. try to make it fun. We try to make it competitive, yeah. but we've also learned years ago that um, we got into, we had, we played back-to-back -back region championships and we didn't win them. Um, you know, one was against Bennett, one was against Decatur. And uh, we just were like, we got to get over the hump here. How are we going to do that? So we created this, we started doing this where we just, got into the situations in a game that you just need to be successful in. And we put them in there and we put them in there with kids who don't always throw a strike. Sometimes they're wild. Sometimes they got a great curveball. Sometimes they throw slow, you know, and we mixed it up, you know, sometimes the lefty, you know, it's mixing it up so that they're as prepared as they possibly can be in any situation. Mm, that's great. That's great, man. That is awesome. You know, so you're looking at specific, specific situations looking at your last couple guys that you got that typically don't get to throw in games, which instead of just throwing a bullpen to nobody, they're actually going to throw to a live batter in a live situation, maybe get off and field a bunt, maybe get off and, you know, do a, do a uh, cover to the first base and go on the right side. So, you know, that's, that is definitely something that um, will help them develop even faster. So speaking along the lines, when you said you used to like, you know, switch teams, JV and varsity are kind of at, will you walk, will you bring in the JVs at that time as well? Or is that mostly still just reserved? And I know, I know we're talking about like in-season stuff now, like in-season practice. Right. So with in-season practice and how things are in Maryland, you know, it's March to basically end of April. Um, yep. That's to get your games in. Are you still bringing in JV during that time? Or will JV throw to you like that? Or is it always just basically your bottom kind of guys that you need to develop? I mean, it really depends. Sometimes – well, a lot of times we'll bring up specific kids that we feel like throughout the season may be able to help us. We kind of want to give them a look. So that's a good way for us to bring up a kid, get a look, see what they can do, see if they can, you know, change it up with this, with the speed. You know, I think that's the biggest thing between JV and varsity, just the speed of the game yeah. is just so different. So it gives us a good idea. Um, and we'll do that. 
like you said, during the season, you know, you may be playing four games and getting a practice in. So we, sometimes we just really need that practice. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes that Saturday after a four game week is just a BP, you know, just get it done. But we do, we do at times bring up the, uh, the JV. Um, a lot of those times during the season, we'll do like an INO together. And mm-hmm. yeah, we'll have a lot of kids in the field and it's a lot of swings, but it's the time for our older guys to teach our younger guys. And we talk to our older guys about, you know, make sure you're talking about what they're supposed to do. You know, you're an outfielder. Hey, we've got to do that drop step. You know, we're going to go back in the ball. We're going to get behind it. We're going to come through it. We're going to throw. We're going to, you know, hit him and hit our cutoff man, you know, in the shoulders, you know, things like that. Who are you throwing to? So what we're trying to do is prepare these guys for the next level. So I'd say we do that more than we do the scrimmage stuff. Okay. Usually, but we do scrimmage them. It's usually probably a little bit more. You know, unfortunately, in Howard County, we only get two scrimmages, two scrimmage days. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we we work our extra scrimmages by scrimmaging JV. Sure. So they get a lot of input and, and, and see a lot of things early on. Um, I think it also helps them in the fact that they're just like, if I want to be a varsity player, this is what I got to do. Um, and let's be honest, it gives us varsity coaches an idea who's down there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, you know, you got a kid that's hurt okay, I want this kid. Um, you know, we're already meeting and I'm already talking to my JV coach and I know we only had two weeks last year, but I'm like, Hey, so what'd you see out of this kid last year? Is he a kid that we should be looking at at varsity? Is this, so there's, you know, even that is, is helpful. And then, you know, we'll bring some kids up for, for two days of practice, kind of see how they work. If they, if they work well, we will keep them, you know, it's kind of just a way for us to stay intact, but we also want to, I want to know, I know, I want to know, it's really important for me to know every JV player by their first and last name. Mm. Very, very important for me to know their parents. It's very important to me. So I, you know, I'm not the kind of coach that doesn't know what's going on in the JV program. Um, My JV coach and I, head coach and I talk every single day after games, you know, ride home. It's just, it's half an hour. We're talking about what's, what went on in their game and what's happening. And it's important for me to see a kid the next day who had a great game and say, Hey man, you heard you killed it yesterday. And I think that, you know, if I had that as a freshman, my varsity coach coming up and saying to that, I think that helps you buy in and and it's something that's pretty exciting. So, you know, it makes you work hard. Mm -hmm. Well, you're praising what you want too. you know, it's it's absolutely, you know, that's, it's great. You know, you're being very intentional about it. And that's why I just, in my mind, just thinking like, you know, I know you talk about family, you know, you talk about the, you know, creating that culture that, you know, you wanted people to be together, that brotherhood, you know, and, um, you know, and that's, I think that's all getting part of that as well. So you're doing those little things. Are there any other kind of things like, you know, like you're, you're very intentional, like you said about congratulating, going out of your way to, to congratulate the player. Are there any other things that you're going out of your way, being intentional about to connect to, to grow the family, grow the brotherhood? You know, we just, we do a lot. We do a lot. Um, we do a lot of, um, you know, things outside of baseball, you know, um, one tradition we have is the first Friday after tryouts, everybody comes to my house for dinner. Um, we kind of, everybody brings stuff, we eat, we chill out, we talk, just kind of some, just a time to, to talk. And then uh, we have this cool tradition of everybody coming to my basement and everybody, stand, each person stands up and speaks and says something about being part of this program and what's important to them. So that's how we start our season, but we do some fun stuff. We do it. We do a ski ball tournament at Dave and Buster's, you know, we, we have, we, we do some fun things. We've been to, you know, Maryland games together, minor league games together. You know, it's, it's a little bit more than just baseball in my opinion, you know, 
Uh, we certainly do fundraisers and we do some community service things together. You know, there's, there's, you know, I feel like my position as a coach is also to mentor and, and make these guys great young men. So, uh, sure. you know, there's more to it. So if there's, you know, something going on in the local church or something going on in our school, we're going to, we're going we're gonna to step up and help out any way we can for sure. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So do you, so speaking of that, like, um, you know, I've heard, I've heard a lot of coaches, you know, talk about maturity and, and getting kids to, in the same way. And I think that's, what's best about baseball. And I, I think that's what we, and I'm, of course I'm biased, you know, um, but I think we do a great job of teaching, teaching the lessons that will be applicable beyond the game. And so, um, you know, just thinking about that um, and what you're doing, do you find yourself, you know, cause you know, you've got a kid from fifth, 14 year, 14, 15 years old, all the way to 17, 18 years old, um, teaching those kind of mentality, you know, kind of helping them grow through on the way, like uh, how much of the mental side of things do you get into with baseball, with, with, with your, with your guys? Like um, baseball wise or non-baseball wise? Uh, it's up to up to you, man. Like, I mean, it's really up to you. And I guess how you want to say it, you know, like it's, it's, it could be either. I mean, it, it, do you find yourself doing it more off the field, like with, within who they are? Is it a person like going to class or is it a matter of, okay, baseball wise, like this is part of our learning period. We're going to talk about how you get in the box and like what happens when you like throw three balls in a row or you walk a guy or you hit a guy. Right. Well, we, we do all that. So we start off, I mean, I had, we had our, our virtual uh, baseball practice today. Oh, yeah. it was all about, and, you know, but it was all about grades. It was like, listen, you, you, I want you to give me the opportunity to call a college coach and tell him that you're going to get a 3.8 GPA guy and a guy that's going to run through the fence for you. So, you know, we talk about, you know, I, I'm a big grades guy. And, you know, my thing mentality-wise with grades are, and I said this exactly to the kids today, I'm like, listen, if you have, if you in this, honestly, I feel like in this virtual situation, you have a better opportunity to do well. I think so. At sure, least you do. Our area, you know, you got, you, you know, we got these extra meets to get help and things like that. And I'm like, listen, if you're not pushing yourself to get A's and B's right now, you're showing me that you're not going to push yourself for me on the field. So, you know, if you're not able to do well in the classroom, you're not going to, you're, why would I expect you to do the same for me on the field? And we talk about that in, in pretty much a lot of detail, uh, you know, and, and, and I, you know, when we're in school, I check their grades weekly and kids that are having trouble, you know, I put them on one of those little charts and we get that going, but we talk a lot about life and we talk a lot about, you know, you know, what, what, you know, things outside of baseball, but we also talk about bring it into baseball, how, you know, you know, a big thing is everybody's got to be early for practice. We start practice at 2.30. We start practice at 2.30. If you're at, there at 2.31, you go home. It's just simple. And we set that precedence a long time ago, and I haven't had a kid miss a practice in probably six years. Yeah, because, you know, we, I start every practice by sitting our players down, and we, have, we talk. We talk about what practice is going to be like. We talk about some administrative stuff. All right, tomorrow we got a game. This is what we're wearing. Because, you know, you got to tell them at the beginning of practice, middle of practice, end of practice for them to finally sink in, you know? Right. But, uh, but, you know, and it's important for me to have every single person there at the beginning of practice so that everybody hears everything. And if a kid has a question, you know, somebody else hears it. But, you know, we t but then we break it down to life. Like, listen, you can't be late for work. You can't, you can't, you know, you can't, you know, say, 
you know, a kid misses it, forgets his belt for a game. He doesn't play in the game. You know, you can't forget your clothes to go to work. You can't forget, you know, your stuff. Um, and, and, you know, we tell the parents, we really want to groom these guys. So, you know, leave them alone when they're on the field. Don't talk to them. Don't come in our dugout. Don't give them candy. Don't give them gum. They're, they're ours for two hours and we're going we're gonna to work with them, but we want them to be focused. And we talk a lot about focus. We talk about a plan at the plate, five batters before you go up. We talk about um, how to prepare for that at bat, five batters before you go up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like something, something focused wise, as we said, you know, every day before practice, we, we run, we stretch, and we throw. We warm up ourselves. But you could be sitting on a, in a dugout for like 20 minutes and then have to get up and just jump right up and swing. I said, That's, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. You know, me as a physical educator and somebody who, who, who's a personal trainer, I'm like, you got to get up. You got to get your heart pumping, get jumping jacks going, get fired up, you know, five batters before. And then you can kind of see what's happening before you. So a lot of that focus comes in. But, but you know, these, these kids, you know, are so into their phones and they're so into everything except for what's in front of them. And, um, and so we have a no phone policy at, at, at uh, our practice. If I see one, they go home. I give their parents my cell phone number. If they need to tell, you know, Billy that he's somebody else is picking him up, they call my cell phone and I hand it over to them. You know, it's, we, we, we just, and, but it's never been a problem. It hasn't been a problem in a long time. The kids buy into it. Uh-huh. Um, and it's, and it's been awesome. It really has been. And they, and they care about the field and they take care of it. And we talk about, it. this is our home. We take care of our home. We don't, you know, if you walk by and you see a gum wrapper, pick it up, put it in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, and we try to bring all that baseballisms into real life. Be early. It's a lot better to sit in your car for 10 minutes than to be running in because we all know when we run some run into somewhere, we're frazzled, we're, we're not, our mind's not into it. So get there 15, 10 minutes early and sit in your car, enjoy your, and just chill out. Enjoy, you know, think about what your day is going to be. So that's an example of what we do, but we do do a lot of that. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's phenomenal man it's awesome stuff dude it's awesome that's awesome so like um you know you've you've got a guys you know i just start thinking about like have you noticed um so with a lot of these things that you've been talking about kids you know because you you've been like you said you've been blessed with some of the kids that's just coming through your coming through your door um have you with those kids that you've played at played a high level i know you had a kid in south carolina uh he's now playing pro ball right he's playing professional ball yeah, he's in the Indians organization. Yeah. Yep. And then so like with, with all the guys you've had go through your door that are, you know, in all, in your career, um, ha- have you seen that they possess a lot of these kind of skills that you're teaching and say, hey, look at, you know, like, is that part of your, your teaching too? And say like, this guy was just like this. Like, I'm not like this, these are, or this is what, what he learned. And when he did this, his, his career kind of took off. Yeah, I definitely have seen kids grow. You know, I'd like to say a lot of it has to do with me. A lot of it has, you know, obviously they come from great, great homes, great, great families, which I think helps as well. But um, there are definitely some kids that freshman year, we were kind of like, I don't know if this kid's going to make the team. And then the kid's an all-county player two years later, you know, and, and, um, you know, I I think, I, I hope, you know, without talking to any of them that we've instilled a lot of things in them that, um, they use, you know, now the work ethic, uh, the preparation, the mentality. Um, I certainly hope, you know, and we, I feel like we've had a ton of successes with 
with kids who have done that, you know? Um, and uh, on the flip side, I think we've also seen kids who have excelled in our program and have gone on to play for a college coach who didn't have, did not care as much, did not work them as much and they got worse, mm-hmm. you know, um, or didn't, didn't excel as much as we thought they were going to be. And it's just, you know, different, you know, it's a different mentality, but obviously some college coaches that feel the same way I do and treat them the same way they do. So, you know, it, it's, it's, um, I have, I, I hope without, like I said, without talking to him that I've instilled some of that in him. Um, my, you know, my biggest hope is that, you know, the kids that I had 19 years ago, who I still are in contact with, um, you know, hopefully they have, you know, I tell the kids all the time, you're not always going to remember the wins and losses, but I, hopefully you'll always say I had the greatest time playing baseball at Reservoir High School. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, I tell my travel team the same thing, you know, it's, it's going to be, you know, the things that you learned and the, and the time that you had, um, you know, my high school, my personal high school experience was not great. Um, and I decided a long time ago that I was not going to allow that to happen in my program. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, um, I hope so. The answer long winded an- answer to your question. No, that was good. No, like, I mean, I'm, I'm just wondering too, like, you know, like, are there, are there examples in your program to say also too, like, you know, this kid, um, got his grades done or like, you know, we have, like for me, like there was also examples of saying, Hey, this kid didn't have the options where he could go play here because he didn't have the grades. You know, right. we also, I also had some of that. Oh yeah. We've definitely had that. We've definitely had kids who probably would not have even played for us if we didn't push them and make, stay on top of them for their grades. And then they kind of left you know how it is. You go to college and you're on your own. It, does, and it just doesn't work for that, that person. Definitely. You know, that definitely happens. Um, and you know, that it is what it is, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, I can all, you know, ho- hopefully the time that they've had with us at reservoir at, with uh, our coaches and, and, and my coaches are all very similar to, we all have the same beliefs. We all have the same work ethic. Um, you know, we met two nights ago for an hour and a half just to talk, um, start planning some stuff, thinking about stuff. And we do that. Like, you know, we're pretty tight. Our families are tight. Um, we go out to dinner together and it's just, to me, and, and, and I had a couple coaches before that, you know, one of my assistant coaches is now my athletic director, <laughs> uh, which is, which is good and bad, but you know, yeah. I, mean, I mean, but he's awesome. He comes in our dugout during our games because he wants to keep coaching, you know, and yeah. he can't coach, but you know, um, I've just been, I can't say enough. I'm, I'm blessed. I've been with the coaches I've had. Yeah. Uh, all been awesome guys. And, uh, you know, they buy into it right away, just like the players do. So, uh, it's definitely, you know, a tribute to them. I've had former players coaching with me. I got one right now coaching with me. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's cool. And I think maybe that's a little bit of a testament of the program that they want to come back and, and still get some of it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It is, man. Absolutely. I mean, um, before, before we get going here, I know we got a couple more minutes here. I, I, I want to uh, dive into some of your camps. I mean, I know camps are a big deal for you, um, you know, and, and a big deal for your community. You know, you do a great service to the people in that area for all the camps that you do. Um, you know, so I definitely want to just touch base about that. I think there's some value in that of people that looking for a good camp for one or two, like just what it's done for your program, you know, how you've, how you've been able to get it off the ground running, you know, it's kind of off like a, a, another machine that you just got running now on its own. You've been doing that what since Oh three, right. Yep. Since like yep. 17 years now. So, yeah. um, you know, 
So let's just just run, just talk space about your camps. You know how to get started. Like how how's this thing running now? Like you have again, you have a good people in place to do this. Um, you know, just just think about how much this kind of dealt uh, meant to your program and stuff like that. Yeah. So I mean, um, you know, I got I got a deep passion for the game of baseball. Um, I'm a very competitive person, but I want to spread the game of baseball to as many people as I possibly can in my, in my lifetime. Um, so, you know, when I started the camp, um, you know, 17 years ago, as you said, or whatever, however, 2003, whatever it was, um, you know, it, it started off as, as Gators baseball camp, you know, at Reservoir Fire yeah. Boosters. And, you know, I think, I think there was a stigma with that, that you had to be a Reservoir baseball player, or a future Reservoir baseball player to come in. And I really just wanted to tap into anybody that wanted to learn baseball. You know, I'm a teacher. I'm very passionate about teaching kids. Um, before I taught at Reservoir, I was an elementary school, third grade teacher. Um, so for seven years, five wow. years. So yes, not many people know that, but, um, yeah, awesome. you know, so, so I did that for many years and I missed that. And, uh, I just love teaching kids. Um, I love the high school age, but you know, I miss, I miss the, the elementary school and up age. And, you know, I, I, I just, something that I was seeing was kids were just not understanding and learning the basics. They were coming to me at camp with some horrible mechanics and, you know, we wanted to fix those. So, um, you know, at first we were doing a three hour camp. We changed it to the ability to be able to stay there for seven hours. Mm. So it's a full day camp, which, which has been awesome because, um, you know, it's, it's a morning session and an afternoon session, but I would say probably 70% of the kids stay for the entire day. You know, some get a little tired. So the younger ones probably go home, Okay. Um, but we break it down. We break down to, uh, you know, one, the morning session is always every, we call it everything baseball where we hit literally all aspects of baseball. But day one is like, this is how you set up, you know, when a pitch is beat, you know, this is, this is the, this is the setup position. This is how you feel. This is how you, yeah, this is how you catch a ground ball. This is how you run the first. This is why, you know, you swing and this is what you do as you step out of the box. You know, we break it down day one. And just like any great teacher would do day two, we add another level, but we review day one. And then we move on to the new concepts of day two, day three, we review day one, day two. And, you know, we tell the kids, we just want to start seeing some of these things in a game and we celebrate those things. We play a game every day. Um, at the end of it, we break it down in the mornings to hit it offense and defense. Um, we tell the kids like I do with my baseball team, I run, my camp, just like I run my baseball team. I have a list of what we're doing that day. I go over the list with them in the morning when they arrive. Um, we have a great time. Um, and then the afternoon sessions change throughout the week. So it's, we do three weeks. One week is just pitching and catching. One week is just all offense. So they get a lot more swings and stuff like that. And then we added a, about four years ago, this one called the little things of baseball. So it's like right. rundowns and first and thirds. And, and they love that because, you know, I say, I say rundowns, but if I said that in front of the kids, they'd be like, you mean pickle, you mean pickle, <laughs> you, know, you get all into it. And yeah, it's just, it's a great time. Um, we do this huge auction the last day. They work to get these like punch cards punched. So if you see them do a ground ball correctly, we punch the card. And if their card is punched at the end of the week, it goes into a raffle. We get things donated everywhere. And it's, it's, it's just a lot of fun. And, but, but just like my team, 
we try to create the family atmosphere with the camps. You know, the coaches are awesome. They're high-fiving kids. Mm-hmm. Kids are jumping on their backs. You know, we're just having a good time. We give them ice pops every day. We have lunch. We sit and watch, like, a quiet movie during lunch, but it's always a baseball movie, like Sandlot or, you know, bloopers or something like that. So, but when everything's said and done, you know, if, if they continue to practice the things we teach at camp, um, they're the fundamentals. They're the basics. You know, they're the things that, you know, the pitchers come to us. You know how it is, like, the craziest mechanics you'll ever see in your life. But we break it down. We try to fix it and change those habits. So, and but we, I guess the biggest part of camp is we explain why it's important. You know, okay. I'm a big why person when it comes to baseball. You know, everybody's like, you know, squash the bug, you know, when you swing. Well, what does that mean? Like, like, what are you talking about? You know, everybody's like, keep your hands back. Well, why do you need to keep your hands back? You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, so we talk about why it's not good to, you know, throw sidearm and stuff like that. Um, and then we, we bring in, we bring in a physical therapist to talk to them about arm care. Um, years ago, we had some minor league players that would come once a week and kind of hang with the kids and do autographs, you know? So we try to make it like the best fun summer camp experience. Just like, you know, one of those, like, Oh, did you used to go to leaders baseball camp? Oh yeah. You know, I want the same, I want the same memory as it would be playing for me at the high school as it would be with camp. And, uh, you know, it's just grown, like you said, you know, year one, we had like 12 kids and now we get into the, you know, 300 a summer, you know, it's, mm. it's, it's blown up really great, but, you know, like, but again, it, I would say maybe a third, maybe half of the kids go to end up going to reservoir, but others we got from Montgomery County and Carroll County and Baltimore County. And, you know, we got, we got kids coming from all over the place and, uh, it's just awesome. And, and I can't tell you, I mean, one of the coolest things I do and I did it just, uh, we had, we had one this summer that was just run through our parks and recs, but you know, I go to their games and they're like, Oh my God, you can't actually came to the game. I'm like, yeah, man, this is awesome. And I'm like, by the way, you didn't do the ground ball correctly. Like we talked about, you know, but, but I mean, it's just, it's to me, it's like, you know, they're like my kids, you know, I want, I want to see them succeed. Sure. Um, and there's nothing better than playing against them in the County, you know, seeing how they're doing, you know, we had, one kid that I had for years ended up being like player of the year in Howard County. And I'm like, that's because of me, you know, that's because of me. <laughs> that's you know? right. But we have that bond and we have that friendship that, uh, that that's been neat ever since they were a kid, you mm-hmm. know, um, you know, they're like, and then I have kids that I can't even recognize. And I'm, you know, doing good game after, you know, slapping fives after a game going through the line and like, you remember me, I went to your camp and I'm like, Oh my God, you know? So it's, it's just a great experience. But like I said, the biggest thing and, you know, through MSABC that we do and all those things, it's all about promoting baseball for kids and making it, you know, the greatest thing. And I, you know, I tell, I tell the people and the coaches in Howard County, you know, I, I like being on MSABC because I want to support Howard County and make Howard County, put a Howard County on the map. You know, it's important for me to, uh, like I said, leave a legacy of these, these kids knowing how to play baseball, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's a, it's a great way to, great way to put it and it's a good way to wrap up wrap everything up today man that was that was pretty that's pretty amazing um you know and you certainly are man you're certainly all leaving a great legacy and i'm um you know just appreciate our friendship and you know man i always love our our talks and times together so but let me let's talk man like so since you're a camp camp freaking uh master uh <laughs> you know all these things with your culture uh you're doing these great stuff with just building like relationships what's like maybe like 
let's say if someone wants to reach out to you, but he wants to hear some more stuff about Adam Leader, man, what's the best way to reach out to you? I mean, you could email me anytime. I love talking to people about baseball. Um, you know, I think one of the one of the coolest things is I tell my parents at camp. I tell my parents all the time. I'm like, listen, if you got a question, ask ask me. You know, like even if it's, you know, I get a lot of what size glove should I get? What size bat? Yeah. Like, no question, too little. But why make a mistake? You know, uh, you know, I'm I'm a person that's here. I'm I'm somebody that you can talk to. And uh, you know, like I said, I just love talking baseball. You know, you're a good friend of mine, and and I, you know, I got a picture of us. Yeah, in my office at school, the one that we took after the state championship that we won the same year with. Yeah, man, next uh, day with Ken. Yeah, it was the next day with Ken, the three of us there, and that was probably one of the best days of my life. Just going, we were all. I was exhausted. I'd played that game the night before. I had the seven o'clock game. We came out for that next game, so you know, it, you know, it's just great. But yeah, people can email me and uh, at a leader at hcpss.org. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, you know, if you got, ma they got major questions, I'll give them my phone number. We can chat like you and I are chatting. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I met some amazing people like you uh, through this process and, and being a coach and I, I, and it's, you know, just, just the, the guys that we get to meet, whether it's just, uh, you know, you know, through high school uh, travel and the college guys we got to know, it's just, it's just invaluable experience in my opinion. Yeah, it you is. Know, people ask all the time, do you want to go coaching college? And I'm like, man, I just love working with kids where I am. You know, high school is a great thing. And, you know, I get these kids and I get to mold them a little bit. And, you know, I work at a public school and you, we get what we get and, we, and, we, and we, we make the best of what we get. And my, my job is to make them the best they can possibly be. Mm -hmm. so, yep. Yeah. Yep. And you're doing a great job of it, buddy. You know, you're doing a great job. And it's, like I said, the proof's there, you know, like, uh, you know, you got to have the talent, you know, and you, like you said, yep. you're not sure coding that you've gotten some talent, but at the same time, you're also getting some guys that you're changing some things and you're working some things and, you know, you're, you're working them all the time to get there. So, um, you know, and, and it does, you're not consistently there without, you know, doing and teaching some things that maybe other people aren't, or just, they're just taking it for granted. So, uh, for certainly, man, it's been, it's been awesome. You know, this has been great. Absolutely great. Hey, I, I appreciate it. It's a privilege to, for you asking me, man. I'm Coach Adam Leader, Reservoir High School, Howard County, Maryland. Just rocked it. And uh, knew my buddy would. And uh, really happy to get him on the podcast to talk some baseball. Just, just see how passionate he is about the game, how passionate he is about teaching, and um, all the great things he does in his program. You know, like he says, uh, you know, he's taking care of his kids all year round. It's not just a, a a March to March to May. He's not just collecting his paycheck from March to May for one season. You know, you you get in a reservoir program, he's gonna take care of you. He's gonna know you, and um, gonna be provided some valuable opportunities in his program, such as um, you know being able to. Um, have his programs, uh, his pro programming, I should say, during the off season. Um, he's a great trainer, so he knows how what he needs to do with the body, and getting your body to perform the best ways possible. Um, just they have a great consistency in their coaching staff. I mean, that is invaluable when you have guys that consistently work, have worked together. You know, they're on the same page. Everybody's preaching the same language. They're all uh, working together. 
people are going to get better and the learning curve will be that quicker. So again, run to a program like that. Uh, and again, those people at Reservoir, thank your lucky stars that you are a part of that kind of program. Lovely talks about he's getting feedback from his kids um, to just start planning the next year. Uh, again, great. We've heard great. We've heard great coaches all do that. They take and reflect on those things. They know that they're always willing to learn and get better. And he's looking for f- even feedback from his kids to get even more buy-in. Love how he starts practice with a learning period. Uh, just shows that t- a great teacher at heart and a great teacher to want to learn and do those things to get his guys, like he says, just to get them while they're fresh, get them while they're hot. Um, we've talked about, people talk about a lot with like running and things like that, to do base running, to do defense, to, while they get them fresh, well, why not teach them a nice skill right when they get there? So I, I love that. I love that point from Coach. Uh, and um, just does a great job. I love how he has G- JV and varsity practicing together, giving valuable time, giving opportunities for the varsity players to show leadership, especially when they have those big in-and-out days um, to – have the varsity players, the the older guys, the, the the guys to kind of show here's how you need to do this. So when you get to my level, you can keep the level of success at an all time high. Um, you know, and his camp stuff. If you have any questions about camp, this guy runs a massive camp. This guy runs major camp. So if you're looking for camp stuff, please email him at a leader, l e a d e r a leader at h c p s s dot org. Again, Adam Leader at a leader at hcpss.org. Just does a tremendous job with his camps, his morning afternoon sessions. Um, you know, the morning sessions are really just about everything, all aspects. In the afternoon sessions, he kind of breaks it down uh, from pitchers and catchers or hitting specific things that you'll see. Um, and then um, just just a great just a great time with his with his camps. I know that they they do a, an amazing job there, and he does a great job. And like I said, for his community, and that's just not for him in Reservoir Baseball. Of course, does it help them out? Yes, but at the same time, it's helping the community out. He is leaving a legacy of being a great baseball man, a man for the kids, a great teacher, and uh, I just wish him nothing but the best. And um, want to thank Coach Leader again for taking the time to. Have a great conversation with me, and and um, you know, wish them nothing but the best. Hope they get to play in this year, and um, get another shot at that state championship. So, um, thank you guys for turning into us again. Share this episode. I think this was uh, another great one. Uh, a lot of great passion you hear from Coach Leader, and uh, some valuable lessons that I think what you hear from him about being early, about uh, being responsible, putting your phone away. These are lessons that you can take outside of baseball. And again, that's what. He's really about, and even just explaining the purpose when he gets down. A lot of great nuggets, a lot of great nuggets, and I can't thank him enough for for all the time, for the time that he shared and the valuable information he gave. So um, please share the episode. Share it amongst yourself. Uh, Podbean, you got iTunes, share on social media. Um, It's also on Spotify, too. It goes on on YouTube. So any way that you want to check it out, please check it out. And again, thanks for all the support. Keep getting better.